Hello everyone, this is Noble back again for another episode of Noble Relating. Got another guest live and in the building, live in the apartment, live in the place, ready to do another episode. It's my homegirl, Sydney Green. Say hello to the people, Sydney. Hi. What is that? I'm really shy and I am all about Jesus. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. Let's say you're going to start. You're going to start lying to no, people. No, no, I'm not telling. Everybody <laughs> who knows me knows I'm all about the tabernacle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Uh, I just left the tabernacle. The tabernacle, okay. Yes. I feel yes. you. I brought some holy oil for you. But Thank anyway, you. um, hello there. I, am I supposed to just say everything about myself? Yeah, sure. Say, like, I mean, you know, just for people who may not know you or maybe not be aware of you, you know, talk okay. your shit. Like, like who, who is you? Okay, who is me? Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sitting G, the queen of the ATL orgy in a pussy over pain video. You know, I am, you know, the queen of erotic spiritual events. People try to do it, they can't ever do it. That's me, okay? I'm the naked bitch on the porch. You got, you know, something like 50 million views on the video and shit. I also train people to do phone sex. So if you know a broke bitch, but I don't want to be a broke bitch no more, you have probably sent her to me and she's probably making money now. So, yeah, world travel, all that good shit. Okay, phone says we're gonna get into that in a little bit, but uh, I'm actually kind of curious. But first, uh, we're gonna delve into the topic that we're here to talk about today, which is emotional support. Why is it important? Like, do you need like this? Is I want to get your perspective as a woman because you're you know seems like be a very very free woman. You know, you travel the world. You, you're definitely polyamorous, and you've always put that out there. Uh, there's no real shame in your body, no shame what you have real sexually. Um, me knowing you, I've known about like you know the type of relationship that you're looking for and things like that. Um, and I, I think we've had some good, interesting talks recently about the importance of emotional support and like what's kind of been going on with you in your life. Can you talk a little bit about like what emotional support maybe maybe first is to you? Like what is that? Well, how's it look? Um, so emotional support to me, I mean, support to me, um, is the ability to be one's full self with a partner. That's, I think it encompasses it all. Like, just like we're sexual beings, we're also emotional beings. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, uh, you know, it's being able to be raw in all of your emotions and joy. Mm-hmm. It's not always about like the the crying and shit. Like it's a you know when because we can think of examples of one being overjoyed and it's not being a safe place to be too fucking happy. You know what I'm saying? So it's not always about crying on one shoulder and all of that. It's about being able to dig deep and live and be all of the colors, all of the layers of one's uh, existence. Okay. And so, in terms of what you're looking for, um, well, actually, you, 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 do you have a relationship? Are you in a relationship now that you're wanting, or what's your status? With I'm that? still in a delicious, beautiful, amazing uh, process of manifesting the man of my dreams. Okay. Or the men of my dreams. All right. And with that person, like, what are you looking for from him? Like, and where does emotional support kind of fit into that? Well, that's like kind of number one honestly uh, really okay uh, that, that this the the importance of that has become more and more clear um you know but okay so when i say number one let me get the obvious um you know uh, you just can't be ugly you know 
Uh, let, let me, the first thing I'm looking at is physical Can't attraction. I mean, yeah, because okay. I mean, who cares how emotionally supportive you are if I don't want you? We're talking about romantic relationships. So, obviously, you know, uh, the physical attraction is, is already there. So, one of the, you know, the top three, of course, you know, number one would definitely be emotional support because if we have great sex and I'm feeling emotional afterwards, I'm feeling great about it afterwards and I can't share it with you, I've noticed that, like, my pussy is going to dry up. Like, I'm really noticing how important mm. emotional support is for me, like, where I am now. Mm-hmm. So, it's, I mean, I know as poly people, you're supposed to have different people for different things. You can have womb choice or that's a trademark. That's not my shit. That's definitely right. Kenya Rock Camp. We but, always, they, I've mentioned them on, on my podcast. I'll just say, like, you know, they are, those were womb choice, support choice, crown choice, manifestation choice. Those are, um, the, rev, the choice paradigm that you get from the uh, Progressive Love School of Thought at progressivelove.com. Yeah. So okay, cool. you can talk about it now because we can you insist about her stuff now. We got to say it. So as long as we say it one time, we good. Oh, but I, I, <laughs> but I always do that. I, I mean, yeah. I always do that for many reasons. I mean, number right. one, like, I mean, if someone was to want deeper information, I'm, you would need to go there. So it's inevitable yeah, yeah. that I mention the source. I mean, I always Facts. do credit where credit is due. I didn't come up with that shit. Uh, so, um, and I'm not, I'm not the fucking expert on it, but I do understand people have different, uh, you know, queendoms and shit like that. You have different uh, categories and different uses for different men and different women. It's beautiful. But I love, but I feel like I need to get a little bit of emotional support from about everybody, okay? Because, like, I mean, even though, even, I mean, and because I've, I guess I, I, where I am in my life right now is utilizing the knowledge and the information that I've, get, I've gotten from dating. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I've done the whole let me fuck the emotional cripple. I've done that before. And I don't like it very much. I, I, I'm, I'm not even responding to them the same. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because like I, I just feel like in any relationship, whether it's platonic or not, it has to be an emotional support system built in up in there somewhere. Even as platonic never fucking friends. As mm-hmm. business partners. It has to be mm-hmm. something in there. You know what I'm saying? Some kind of safe place for me to tell you how I feel. Because if we if we are in a business deal, I need to be able to speak to you in a way that you hear it, and I need to be able to be heard in that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it's about, being heard, being felt, the empathy, and all that stuff. So uh, how important it is, is it's very vital. Because uh, I don't know how one can experience longevity without something like that set up. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I, how can it? Because if I can't talk to you about how I'm feeling about us... I can only go to everybody else for so long before I need to have a conversation with you. And when it's time to have a conversation with you and you are, you know, acting a fool, then there's nowhere to go. And I'm not Kenya. I'm not qualified to to do all of this uh, work to get you there. I'm just gonna, I'm probably gonna just lose interest. Right, okay. Even even friends, please know that it's not just about romantic relationships, mm. this is even about homies. Right, so in your in your search right now to manifest the man in your dreams and what you're looking, what you're looking for, um, you're in a project, you know, you date, of course, you know, and, mm-hmm. and or, or date around or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. What's been your experience with getting emotional support from men that you've dated? Like, you know, how's that been going for you? It's actually, I remember there's one dude, that, the, the last dude that I dealt with in South Africa. Uh, he was probably the best emotional support system I, I had. I was able to cry to him. We weren't sexual, but I was able to get touch from him. I was able to cuddle with him. I was, I was able to cry and do all of that 
interact with them. So that was a beautiful experience. Um, what I'm looking to manifest now is somebody that I want to fuck that does that. Mm-hmm. So why didn't you want to... So he was like the best muscle support system you ever had, you said, right? Like, or one of the best. He was really good. I mean, well, that I could think of right off the top of my head. Okay. I mean, sure, I've had other ones, but right. that's the most recent thing that, that comes around. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't emotionally really available to do anything. I was coming out of a breakup. I mean, I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was too soon. I just wasn't... I wasn't feeling sexual, like, you know, like, I really wasn't feeling that sexual, like, with any, with anybody, I mean, I, so, I just wasn't, um, I didn't feel like being sexualized, I didn't feel like doing any of that, then I thought, and then I had a feeling his dick was small, had a feeling the damn dick was, was small, <laughs> okay. um, and I didn't like his, the his, his body odor wasn't exactly what I wanted, he wasn't walking around, just funky, but, like, he would take a shower, and he would smell like the gym still. So that probably has something to do with it. I mean, you know, what I'm well, saying yeah, it's I mean, pheromones and whatnot. You know, I've I've been around certain women who um who weren't ugly. You know, I didn't just that like for some reason their scent would made them like unappealing. But it wasn't funky or or bad. It wasn't like you know they weren't smelling like fish or nothing like that. It was just like I don't want to be close to you. Yes. For some reason, you know what I'm saying. So, so you understand what I'm saying? See, I didn't mind cuddling with him, but like I didn't really want to kiss him. Like mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't like that. But I could appreciate him for what he did bring. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, so it was those things. Right. You know, so, it was um, those things. Question I may have is like, for a lot of men who think about giving women emotional support, they feel like it's a very thankless effort. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, so how, uh, for you as a woman, would you show appreciation for somebody who is giving you emotional support? Are you talking romantically or just in general? Well, just in general. I mean, because most men, I think, because no, you're an attractive woman, so I think most men, um, typically, who would think of, you know, I'm giving her emotional support and doing us, and I'm being here for her, um, most of them will, most men will definitely, like, like be throwing some pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, on one instance or another. But I understand how some women kind of feel like they don't want to have sex with a guy who's doing the emotional support stuff. But see, I don't feel like that. Okay, explain. Like, I don't know why... Emotional support makes me want to have sex, actually, in most cases. Mm. Uh, I told you about, you know, the dude's friend, I and mean, my, my ex's friend was being emotionally supportive. I wanted to fuck him. But mm. I had to hold myself back. But I, he made me feel sexually attracted to him by being so emotionally supportive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wiping my tears and shit is so intimate. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. made me want to... Um, but you know, I didn't for many reasons. You know what I'm saying? It made me think about it, but I wouldn't, you know, do mm-hmm. it. What were some so, of the reasons? Was this the same person we were talking about before? You remember, you know, you know, uh, uh, my ex is like best friend who okay. I, who was connecting us. Right, right, right. I right. started getting some like I like in my most, and then I was so vulnerable. Oh my god, like it, it was so right. ma- so many elements in that that was just all crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I, I know, but no, for the people. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, without getting into that whole fucking story, the, the moral of the story is. It's nothing more sexy than a man who is who is emotionally supportive towards me. So I don't really get the whole if he's emotionally supportive, he mm-hmm. needs to be in the friend zone type shit. That's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? You're in the friends. I mean, like I told you, it wasn't just that, but it wasn't because he's emotionally supportive that I can't want to fuck him. That wasn't what happened in, in the case. The dude I just told you about. I gave you the other reasons for that. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't agree with whoever says that. Okay. I don't. Right. Uh, it doesn't it hasn't rang true it, like I said it's been the opposite for me here lately mm-hmm. like I if you're not emotionally supportive 
I'm not gonna want to fuck you. So like, I don't care how you look. You could be fine with abs, just like you just said with the pretty girl with the with the with the strange, strange smell. If the niggas is, you know, you could be looking like fucking genuine in the '90s. You know what I'm saying? And that <laughs> motherfucker was physical perfection. I still think he's the best looking man that ever graced the earth. God is perfect. But um, but if you could look like him, and if when it comes time to talk, and you are a fucking emotional cripple. Those looks. Now you, he'll be in a friend zone, mm-hmm. but not a real deep friend, because it's only so, it's so only so deep you can get with a friend who is not emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. Okay, emotional support requires emotional intelligence. That's true. Right. So let's. So if you're not emotionally intelligent, that means emotional intelligence requires emotional, like some. You have to be emotionally aware. Mm-hmm. You have to be in tune with yourself first off. So it's so it's not just this just this title. It's so many things that come into play and when before one can even call themselves can say they're truly emotional supportive. But sure, you you can the simple shit, let me lay my head on your shoulder. But that's not what I'm talking about per se. But I'm not really talking about laying my head on one's shoulder. I'm talking about us really going through the process of speaking and breaking down where emotions are coming from and how to really not only soothe these emotions but how to eliminate the trigger that caused the emotions I mean that kind of shit so that's what I'm talking about I'm talking about really emotionally supportive but some men or women can't even handle laying on can't even you can't even lay on their shoulder and cry that's so that that's so basic you know what I'm saying because you have to feel emotionally safe there's so many things that go into this thing with just saying emotional support right. it's not just a cute label we just slap on folks because a lot of people really think that they are but there's so many things that go into that mm-hmm. um, but why yeah. do you feel as though in your opinion why do you think some men maybe have a hard time holding space for women emotions, women's emotions because women uh, are brutal because mm-hmm. uh, now because women because when women vent like you see how do you see how Traumatizing women can be towards men with the things that they say. Because, see, some women can, you know, it's one thing to get angry, maybe raise your voice, okay, but women will hit below the belt, bring up your dead mother who died a month ago to hurt you. They bring up how you were molested as a child because you, they're upset like that. Some women will say the most... I'm hurt listening to this conversation. Cause, and women can be volatile. Women get away with... with express an emotion in a way in a volatile way and, and they don't get any consequences from it so it's some fear around that I'd be scared too if I was a man because mm-hmm. I can slap the shit out of you several times and um, you probably not going to really happen to me you know what I'm saying you can call the cops and all that but you know I think we're just barely beginning to whisper about you know domestic violence from women to men so I think mm-hmm. and then you know men just simply just don't know what to say you know to women when they are crazy or if they're just super emotional maybe not even violent when they're super emotional I think also sometimes men are such solution oriented problem solvers that that gets in the way sometimes of being good emotional of of, of doing it I think that's definitely the case you should be trying to to solve the problem which is beautiful when it's time for that you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying sometimes women just don't want that and then other times women don't really know how to really say what they need sometimes so it's just it's just we don't, so both people are just kind of shooting in the dark a little bit, but I do think on the more regular end of things, women, women are, are can be very abusive when they're, in, mm-hmm. when they're emotional. Yeah. I definitely think it is difficult for men to, you know, not, not to go straight into fits in the problem, because that's something I even I have to do, and I have to learn to train myself not to 
offer up a solution, but then try to like just empathize with what somebody's saying first and like and get where they feel and then see if they actually want me to give them an option or not. Because if I talk to, because when men talk to other men, we're not trying to get no empathy. We're trying to like, I'm telling you this because like I want a way to fix whatever it is that's going on. You know what I'm saying? So that, that is very difficult for us, for sure. Which is, what is a quality that I appreciate. Like, I love it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then in that trying to fix it, it also becomes about them. And it also mm. becomes about um, something that they may have done wrong. Even if you've been, even if one is expressing emotion about something that's not even related to a relationship, sometimes we're going to find a way to make it personal about something that they're not doing. Uh, or something that's, it, it can get, it can become personal towards the man. And then that kind of mixes in with the solution orientedness of it also. Mm-hmm. That could be um, another thing. Um, but I think women um, have just done a lot of damage to men. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, and, and we get away with everything. That's interesting. I never really... You don't hear too many women you know, giving that perspective. It's true. Oh, yeah. Look at reality TV. Mm-hmm. Women have slapped the shit out of men on TV. Right. Nobody even... It's done. It's done nothing. Like I, I personally believe you should be able to slap a back. Really? <laughs> I, I do. I mean, I personally no, I, feel like that. No, I, I, that I, I, I feel like you shouldn't hit people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And if you do, there is a fifty percent chance you can get popped back. You just need to be ready for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You are not automatically Ike Turner because you pop me back. And I, and I bust your ass. You know what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily right. feel like, you know, if a dude say he hit a woman, I don't need to get the contacts. Like, I don't automatically go to this is fucking like Turner because yeah. women will push and push. Yeah, and I told push that to my family one time. Uh, it was at a family reunion, I think. Or I was at one of my aunt's house and all my family was there. We had a discussion about some type of domestic violence or whatever. And I was like, you know, I mean, I don't believe it. Nobody should hit anybody. But I like, because like, for me, for example, like I'm, I'm six foot, and I'm a certain size, and I'm an okay build. But like, if I go up to some dude who's six seven, like three hundred, you know, what I'm saying all muscle from football player, and start like we man, I'm hitting him. Like I can't expect him not to hit me back because I'm smaller than him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like actively like hitting on him and punching him, like I'm gonna get, I'm, I got, I gotta be ready to, to get. You that. gotta be ready. See, that's the whole thing. So you know? if I ever, I'm, I understand emotions can run high. You made for that one minute. Yeah. One minute, think you big and bad, but if you get popped back, he's not necessarily crazy. Now, I'm, I'm not condoning any. I, remember, don't hit nobody. But I just feel like if exactly. you hit somebody, there is a chance you get hit back, and you need to just decide if you want to take that chance. Exactly. And if you do, you get hit back. That's just your ass. You know what I'm saying? I, and and right. I, I've always felt bad for men uh, in, that, in that in that regard. Like I've I peeped it long before this 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 man talking about it now. Like years ago, mm-hmm. like women used to brag about like hitting like beating them like really? actively pro- actively provoking niggas like because mm-hmm. they knew they couldn't hit them back. Like and that's just right. abuse. Yeah, but but men a... don't get treated like that. They yeah. don't get treated as victims, but they are. Right. Let's switch gears a little bit because I want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> um, so you can, you are poly. What would be your ideal polyamorous setup? Like for when you have the relationships that you want, um, and in the relationship that your your primary situation that you're looking for, like what is it that you really want to manifest? Like how would it look? I'm currently manifesting very close. These men have been really cool that I've been meeting. Um, uh, a completely poly man. We're both poly. 
we take the first however long organic organically focus on each other primarily um it's gonna at least i want my uh, situation it's gonna be hierarchy at first i need to be the bitch in charge at first i'm sorry i need that experience in my life for how long does that need to last for organically i don't know so it could be over in two weeks See, I don't know. It, it, I, I, I'm not into the whole three month. I don't do fixed things like that. Nothing in my life is fixed, if you notice. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> I don't really do that with this either. Like, I don't know how. I book one way tickets, and that's kind of how I am with everything else. Like, right now, we booked a ticket to Hierarchy Land, and whenever we're tired of that, we'll book a ticket to Not Hierarchy Land. I, I don't fucking know, but I think it needs to be organic. I don't want to put. I don't. I don't. I'm not interested in anything that feels forced to me saying for the first six months we're going to do this feels very forced and i don't mm-hmm. though we can go back and renege it's just not how i want to do it i want it to be organic i want us to be you know focused on each other primarily uh but um until we're not until until we're ready to add other people into it uh but i do want some organic you know exclusivity right. uh, so you just want to be able to feel that feeling of being like the main person absolutely for however long that however long it lasts because we don't I, I could say six months but I could meet somebody I'm really feeling it and want to entertain and I want to be able to bring that to the conversation but I feel like I can't gotcha. you know what I'm saying so and I want us to bring it to the table so uh, my my man is uh, definitely he's definitely single I'm not when I say single I don't mean poly and an open relationship I mean single no kids no 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 wife no emotional attachment just completely living alone completely not auntie not living with him because she's sick no alone okay um and can travel the world with me we have to build uh build get rich together somebody who wants fame somebody who wants understands the power and leverage of fame understands that clout equals cash that followers equals funds that um Fame is, is is fortune if you are fucking smart. There's no reason why anybody famous should be broke. It's ridiculous. But anyway, so that's the kind of relationship I want. Someone who likes it when I'm with other men. Likes it. Not just supports it and understands it, but like enjoys it naturally. You know what I'm saying? Gets kind of turned on by it. I had this one dude, uh, my first open relationship, our foreplay was him watching a sex tape with me fucking some dude or or like me telling him about me getting ran through by some by some niggas and some some shit like that you know he got off on that so I want him to like it I want him to watch it I want him to set me up with his homies I want him to or whoever else I fucking want like I want a completely secure open poly nigga who, who, who's just with the shits 100% that's 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 what I want. Um, has to live together, travel the world, get rich together, all that shit, and be and be someone who speak since the topic is emotional support, and be someone in which I can show up in any state and form that I am. Meaning, if I'm overjoyed and happy, I don't need to tone it down. Mm, you know. Okay. If I'm mad, I want him to just be able to have the tools to help me to get out of my ego. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who was also willing to challenge me a bit. Because sometimes, you know, we don't want to admit when we are ego when we are. You know what I'm saying? I want somebody who understands up level, who uh, who understands how to process emotions, um, who is a safe place, who is, I, I don't, it's very important. It's no way for me to feel emotionally supportive if I have to be so concerned with showing up the perfect way or else. You see, a lot of people give you that, like, ultimatum. It's like, that's how the last situation was. You know, I don't want to have to be anyway. I want to just be appreciated in my, and however I am and seen and loved, you know, however I show up, you know what I'm saying? You know, but I do want someone who is able to hold space and able to help me process my emotions because I'm not, I'm not saying anything that I'm, that I'm not going to give. 
just let me be that. Let me be very clear. We're talking about what I'm getting, but I'm planning. I want to do that. See, I'm not, and and I want to. Um, it's just very strange for me to want this from a man, and it takes emotional awareness and a and the vulnerability that I really have always loved in a man that would allow me to help him to process this stuff too. Now, I'm not trying to say we need to be each other's therapist, mm-hmm. but I am trying to say that the 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 lightweight things, and this is so broad, lightweight things, that we would be able to have within our relationship a safe place to express how we feel. Right. Yeah. Now, earlier, I think you said that, or you alluded to that maybe this wasn't always important to you, the emotional Well, I just didn't thing. know how important. Mm-hmm. To me. So what helped you to um, come to that realization? Then? Being with somebody who wasn't emotionally supportive, I was like, oh my god, and then really getting more aware of of, of doing it. Because see, the thing is, I mean, I, I've been I've been having being single. You kind of have to be emotionally supportive to yourself outside of your friends and all that. But we're talking about in the sense of romantic stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to self soothe. You know, I'm, I know how to self soothe. I know how to get myself to feel the way I want to feel without anybody else helping me. But because but, it, but it's just, it's, it's almost a new form of intimacy for me that I wasn't really paying attention to before. I, I think healing or growing, you usually go one in, one in, and then you, you get in the middle where you're actually mm-hmm. there. So, you know, I started off probably venting, you know, not even know, not even understanding what was going on emotionally to studying law of attraction and being, and, and, and. And I didn't even see the value in venting before because I thought that was just putting out negative energy. But that's not true. You know, I don't think it's true anymore. And so then because I'm taught I'm responsible for my own happiness, I'm responsible for my own emotions, you get to this other extreme of feeling like a burden to, and so you have to do it all yourself, which is not healthy either. Mm-hmm. To be in a ball in a fucking corner somewhere afraid to call a friend when you're sad because you feel like you're being negative or you feel like you're going to be judged or you feel like you're supposed to have it all together by yourself. So I went from that to, I went and then I, I saw, that's inspection. So the middle ground is doing, taking a little bit of, of all of that. You know, you you end up, I know I can self-soothe, but I also know that I can call certain people that will help me to process my shit and that the mind is really not supposed to be explored alone. Like you're supposed to have people in which you can call on. And then in relationships, I was like, well, it's subconsciously, it was like, well, he doesn't really have to have those tools. I can just go to somebody else. But that, it only will go for so long. Like that's not sustainable to me unless I haven't grown to the point where that's sustainable to me. To be in a committed relationship with somebody that you cannot speak to about your relationship in an authentic way, how the fuck does that even work? Like, right. for real. Like, how does that work long term? Sure, again, we're probably, we can go to the to the emotional support dude and talk to him about this dude, but that is, that don't work for me. Okay. Long term, long term. Maybe for here, it's just weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, to just not be able to do that because I'm feeling... So nowadays, if I feel like I cannot be all of all of me, uh, then I'm not interested. Gotcha. One thing you talked about recently that, um, you know, because we've known each other for a few years now. <clears throat> when you were in Africa, I think that we were, you know, getting pretty close. And um, 
I think I was you know, giving you a little bit, a modicum of you know, emotional support while you're over there, you know, just, you know, mainly just listening, you know, I wasn't really doing a whole lot. Um, and when you came back, you know, recently, like just the other day, you were telling me about uh, something that you kind of made a big breakthrough yes. in terms of um, an issue around abandonment that you had, mm-hmm. that you seem to have had maybe like most of your life or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you got to a really good place uh, with that. Could you maybe describe that and how, like, what revelation or what epiphany it was that you got to around the issue of abandonment? Well, and how up level helped you with that? Well, abandonment is a rough thing. And if that's a fear that you have, it's going to be rough. That has to go. <laughs> like, it, it has to go. And it, I'm 32 years old and, and reaching new heights with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, it, and it's hard. It's, it's one of, All of this shit we learn, it, all our trauma is difficult to undo and all that. But, like, that that's rough. So, uh, long story short, I mean, when you have abandonment issues, well, what I had abandonment issues, I'm speaking past tense because I don't claim that shit no more. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I didn't want any, any relationship ending was somehow my fault. It, it reflected badly on me. Even if it wasn't my fault, it reflected badly on me. And when someone has abandonment and feels like the ending or transition of any kind of relationship reflects badly on them, you add law of attraction into it so you feel like you're attracting abandonment. Like it, it, no matter how you twist it, if you see it through the eyes of the abandoned victim, the abandoned, to me, I was five, the abandoned girl, everything just flows back to you so it's been years of me just working through that uh I had to realize that I wasn't actually abandoned <laughs> like you know right. some people actually are man I actually wasn't abandoned right but you perceived it like that I, I perceived it that you way you told me that um your mom and dad separated they separated right? they and he he was okay he was cheating mm-hmm. uh, mama got tired of that shit and threw him out I watched the whole get out get out get out thing and he left and didn't come back so of course at, at five right. I've been left but, but you, I wasn't left but yeah because you did say that your mom told you that your dad was actually a good dad like he was yeah actually... like it's so funny because I didn't even know that like you know what I'm saying like my life within a couple of months my dad was after you know he was picking he was picking me up coming to see us every other weekend and we was in Monroe he was in Dallas it was like a four hour drive mm. so like every other weekend religiously he didn't he miss a date like you know what I'm saying but in my mind I didn't see him for years like where did I get that I made up right. all kind of shit sometimes just 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 go, just go ask the people that were there sometimes. you know what I'm saying because whatever you came up with in your head is usually not even right you know what I'm saying yeah get another perspective I mean yeah because I in my, my five year old mind and of course it was my fault he left you, you know how kids do. yeah yeah it's all my fault I had nothing to do with that you know what I'm saying and so you know you get you get to understanding that logically then you then comes emotionally you have to and intellectually you have to understand right you know what I'm saying so um so like even I would never want to leave a relationship I would never want to say, okay, it's over because I was scared they would say, okay. And if they said, okay, I'm still left. Even if it was my idea. So it didn't matter, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, whose idea it was. Right. Somebody leaving meant something bad about me. Did, it, it, did it, that mean it hard for you to actually leave? Like, Yeah, of course. Because I didn't, I didn't want a relationship ending meant, I, it meant confirmed this idea that I couldn't keep a man. That, the mm. you know, the, the men that I really care about, my dad men like that are gonna just are gonna leave you know a whole bunch of bullshit you know so but anyway fast forward to last week I well a few days ago I had this dude tell me he wasn't gonna take me seriously I repel good men all of these things all of these things that my 
ego and my lesser self have been telling me anyway. You know what I'm saying? He told me all of those things. And he told me he wanted me to leave. He told me that I should take it personally. And I could see right through that shit. I could see that it was just ego talking. So it was absolutely nothing to take personal. So, and I left and I don't feel no kind of way about that. Do you know what that would have done to somebody with abandonment issues? That's like directly like hitting the, mm. it's like you have a wound in your chest and I just literally throwing like fucking sea salt in that shit and just with lemon juice in that motherfucker. Mm. But it was no wound. So the lemon, so it felt like a motherfucking salt scrub to me. It, it was, there's no wound anymore. The hit dog, it was no hollering hit dog because the dog, it went, the dog wasn't there no more. And I was like, wow, you know? And like, cause he said all he, like he, cause even, cause you know, one of the things I do to try to heal myself with abandonment issues is to remind myself it's not personal. It's not personal. But he told me I need to take it personal. I do need it. You need, Sydney, you need to take this personal. You are not a worthy, you know, you, 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 he didn't. I was just sitting there like smiling. And he, he <laughs> called me neurotic, by the way. Cause I was, I was, <laughs> I was literally doing that, like, which is probably very insensitive to somebody's venting. But like, I was like, I was like, so it didn't matter when you, when abandonment issues are around, it doesn't matter how good the dude is. He can be completely useless. Mm -hmm. He can be toxic even, but you don't want to be left. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. The left, you're trying to avoid the getting left part, you know? So that's manifests itself in different ways in my, in, in my life. But, um, but yeah, so this one, but to, and, and this is why I love this because this one, okay, driving a Mercedes Benz, had money, gave me money that he left me. He, he gave me fifty dollars to put gas in the car and to get some food because we was supposed to go out to eat. And he said, "Hey, I'm gonna give you some money so you can go do this." Um, he was already he was poly, no kid, forty one, no kids, attractive. Uh, he didn't really get my pussy wet, but he was attractive. You know, I think my pussy be knowing my pussy intelligence. Is on. Like motherfucker mm. these days, man. Like, because I spent the night with him the night before. He was trying to be sexual, but I was not wanting. He just wasn't feeling it. Anyway, whatever. But like, you know, he checked several boxes. Nice place. Uh, willing to tra- travel with me, work remotely. Tech got very smart. Um, if this was a level up from these little ragamuffins I used to act a fool about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So to have all of this. And for him to tell me that I tell me tell me to leave his house, every, just literal abandonment, literal like he told me to you know pretty much told me he just waiting on me to leave you know he wanted me to leave you know all of that and so for me to not internalize a sentence that is nobody but me can really know how huge that is you know what I'm saying right. like um, how did you get to that point like what what was so it that work. I don't know that is so much. Because it seemed like to me when you were talking about it, you were saying that you just got to where you were seeing his ego is what. Yes, absolutely. So me, I, it's funny, like, one of the, we got into it ultimately was about just emotional intelligence. You know, he claimed he was so emotionally intelligent, but didn't know when his ego was talking. And I was sitting there explaining to him what it was, and he would act like he understood. And then a minute later, he don't understand. It's just that shit is annoying. I'm not, I'm not that patient of a teacher, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you just agree. And now when it's convenient, you don't agree bullshit so um that wasn't the truth that was his ego that was his perception he based on his trauma that's that's how he that, that's what it is because he his whole thing is trying to avoid emotionally unstable people when he's emotionally unstable like a motherfucker you know what i'm saying so 
So I I saw him then his little boy was acting a fool because he he was triggered because I was condescending towards him. And you can tell that shit and he pretty much said that came from some childhood shit. So <coughs> ego like this it's, it's, it's his ego and he for him this is real. But that it that don't it ain't real for me. You're venting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just like if I'm I saw I see him through the same lens as I see myself. If I'm sitting here crying and acting a fool about uh, whatever it is and you know man and all that stuff I do know even when, when I'm when I'm in my, in my ego I know I'm in my ego and I know it feels real like a motherfucker mm-hmm. but it's not actually the truth and so because I knew he wasn't speaking the truth and his trauma and how he displays his trauma has no effect on me like I respect his decision to to, to, to tell me to leave you should mm-hmm. I do the same thing to you if I ain't feeling your ass you gotta go too <laughs> so you know if I'm gonna respect you your deal break. If I want you to respect my deal breakers, then I have to respect yours. Right. Now, sadly, and, and another thing, I didn't feel responsible for what he saw and didn't see. I didn't feel responsible for, like, helping him grow and evolve. Mm. It's not my fucking job, my nigga. Like, I don't... Has that been something that you took on before? To try to, like... Yeah, that's, that's one thing that would, like, bother me, you know? Oh, but if he just sees, fuck that. Right. You know, he can see because that... If, had he not been so quick to get me out of the house, we could have really unfolded something really beautiful. Like, I really do be seeing the nuggets in, in, the, in the shit. I do be saying, like, okay, condescending. Okay, so somebody really insulted his intelligence and made him feel less than when he was a kid, probably over and over again. I'm sure they did. And I, I, thir- and I thoroughly apologize for it. I'm like, ooh, I've triggered you. But when you say when you say that, it triggers them more. But, oh, well, I'm going to use a language that's accurate. Uh, I was like, I really treat you. I'm sorry. I was like, you know what? I was condescending because I was annoyed. Because we, I explained. I'm like, look, the reason why I was condescending is because we literally went over that, and you said you got it, and you, and you really, really, really made me feel like you understood completely. And then now you're saying something different. So the the comment that I said that got him all crazy. I was, <laughs> I was explaining ego, and he was in his ego, and I was like, so you're in the ego now. And I was like, okay, so you eat. And I was like, I went over what ego is yesterday, but I, I, I do it again because you didn't get it. That was annoying. So that was condescending. I mean, it was. And I realized when I'm irritated, I can be condescending. Absolutely. I will work on that. Um, um, I do that with even my customers. <laughs> they, people, they be asking for shit. They be like right in front of me. Like, well, if you look on the flyer, it's just what it says. Like, it's, so yes, I, I, can, I can be like that. And so, but if he would have just really, if he would have been more emotionally willing to um, look at himself, then I would, it would have been a beautiful thing for me to be able to help him to see how we can challenge it. And I right. did actually, he didn't ask for it because none of it was for him. He didn't ask for it, but at the end, I absolutely said, and whoever made you feel less than when you were a child, I do apologize on behalf of them. You are highly intelligent. You are, I know the definition of condescending is to make you feel like you're not, but that's bullshit. You are highly intelligent. You're probably more intelligent than me. I left, I said all of that because mm-hmm. it's, it's the truth. Right. If, if I, I can, I was able to step out of my ego while he was in his. Right. Quick question um, about emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Who do you think ha- struggles with it more, men or women? I think we both equally as fucked, mm-hmm. generally speaking. Mm-hmm. But both. That is not a woman or man thing for me. Everybody mm. got need, need to get somewhere and, and get some therapy on that. Get, get some get some training or something on that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 who 
who's better. I don't know. The only reason I would say women is because women are more likely to go to therapy, more likely to do the personal development work to figure that out than I think a man would be, just because men don't really have the safe space to fucking do it. Which another thing I have empathy for me. Y'all got right. a fucking rush. <laughs> y'all have it rough. Y'all right. are told not to cry. Y'all are, you know, y'all are, you moan too much during sex. You're gay. Everything's gay. Everything's makes you weak right. and all of that like y'all can't even vent the way you really want to anger is really just another way to express hurt but you have to do it the manly way and all of that I mean y'all just oh I want to hug y'all because like y'all have it really bad mm. really bad with that. Right. my opinion on that is like I feel like men, if men can when men awaken and become conscious and decide to actually do it I think they can get it pretty quickly because then they start to rationalize like oh yeah I can do this you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, I think for women uh, it's just they're all they typically tend to be already there because they have more access to their emotions than men do yeah. but it's just that there's so much of it it's hard to wrangle there sure. you know what I'm saying and I think mm-hmm. for women because um, I, don't, I don't think men really expect women to be in control of their emotions I think what we would really appreciate is just like accountability for them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you do something, you trip it, you go out, and then you come back later. It's like you know, yeah, okay, I was got tripping. You know what I'm saying? That's really all. You don't find women do that often. Just, I out think here that's just a, regular. Out I think that's women. a very difficult thing for women to do. In my opinion, just in my in my limited um, scope. Now, in terms of the uh, women that I attract and I date, they all do that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I just think that out there in terms of, like, the Matrix world, like, I think that's a very difficult concept for women to grasp. But, again, well, men, men have the same same theme, but just in a different degree. Okay. Well, I can't argue with that. I mean, like I said, the reason I would say that is because I know you go to your self-help, self-help seminars, law protection seminars, it's mainly women. Yes. Women are there. Yes. You know what I'm it's saying? Very true. When it comes, comes down to coaching and, like, I'm sure most of... Uh, Kenya's clients are going to be like women like things like that like yeah. they want to learn more so about that that's mm-hmm. the only reason I said it women but are women more are, apt to work on themselves yes than men are but, but that goes back to what I said it's difficult for you to want to work on yourself because you're just weak and all that even that nigga was saying shit like therapy is weak and all that just, yes. just because uh, y'all just got, I really feel <laughs> and, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not being condescending now for real empathy which is why it's such an honor for me to be allowed to be there for a man because y'all don't get it that's why it's an honor. Like it's it's not just stroking my own egos because I want to try and sell out, trying to get a position in somebody's life. It's not an ulterior motive to being emotional supportive to a man. It's truly an honor. And even before I knew about emotional support, I used to always like love the sensitive dude. <laughs> like I used to always love like the dude who was more on the sensitive side. Like mm. I never could really relate to them them rope, them fucking emotional robots and shit acting like shit to hurt their feelings. And, mm-hmm. You fucking broke your leg, but you act like you don't hurt. It hurts. It's okay. <laughs> it fucking hurts. But it, but but men got it rough. Yeah, um, I wanted to be more like that um, growing up because those guys tend to get more than women. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I tough wanted... and stupid. Yes. Sometimes. I mean, whatever you want to call it, you I'm know, joking. those men who are more stoic. Because I felt like uh, for whatever reason, women felt like they could trust them more, or like they were more, they were safer with them to like protect them. I'm not even really sure what the, psycho- what the psychology of that would be, really. Well, like, I, feel, I, I feel the same way. Nobody wanted me. I was a sweet, trying to be emotional, supportive bitch when everybody wanted the, like, mean, light-skinned bitch who was always cheating. They wanted, they want, <laughs> like, I mean, so, like, I, so I would, so that's why, again, that's why I was always related to the sensitive people. 
because I understand it. Because you know, mm-hmm. I get how you maybe if because it, it, it probably maybe I don't even know if it was true or not, but I get how one can perceive right. being sweet, which is why like um, certain things would like um, really hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Like when a dude would choose a mean girl of me, just similar to you choosing the asshole. I so I relate completely to that. I've had a few right. conversations with men about that. Like I never felt like nobody wanted the kind, sweet, uh, generous wanting to be southern woman to these mm-hmm. niggas dude they didn't want that but if i talked to them reckless like if i was just like because that's that's how they, they didn't, if i was just reckless bitch nigga fuck you they begging with flowers begging he could, couldn't get enough of that bitch but mm-hmm. he went right past my nice ass yeah and I, I think it really comes down to expectations because I'm, hmm, I'm i'm just the same as i was when i was younger but I get a lot more play now than I did when I was younger, just because I'm more confident in myself than okay. I was. Well, I would say the same thing, exact same, exact same thing now. Like, um, that, but that was definitely very difficult. It plays tricks on your mind, like, because yeah. I was a big monogamist. So yeah, me too. I was very Christian. I mean, I was Christian about three weeks, but outside <laughs> of that, I mean, I was very, I was about a book. You know, I never, I honestly, I've never cheated on. Like, Me either. Like I've never, I've never had been on the other side of, because when I was monogamous, I was serious, you mm-hmm. know, but I never had the wrong thing. But I mean, I never thought about cheating and all that stuff. But my friends, the mean ones, cheating, niggas taking them back, and so it became a reverse trigger for me. So if I ever was to, you know, Vanda being my ego or something like that, and the dude like makes me feel like I'm doing too much and they want to leave me alone. It hurt even worse because they would accept that treatment less way, less, a more intensive version of that treatment from some other bitch. But when I do it, I don't know. So I, I, I anyway, I, I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. And, um, even for me, just acknowledging that sometimes I do need emotional support. I think a lot of times men have a hard time even with that because we feel like we shouldn't really need that or, or it's very difficult to want to express um, certain emotions because of how we're going to be perceived. Because mm-hmm. we're supposed to be, you know, strong and in a protective space for our women, and like it's very. But I, but I've always felt like I'm trying to cut you off. But I just mm-hmm. have always felt like the strongest man is the one that's showing, displaying his emotions. Even when I was young, before I even knew about a Kenya and the up level or any of this shit, I always thought it was so brave. I was fucking probably 14 thinking this. It was brave mm. that a dude would show his emotions. Like, I always thought it was so sweet and brave. Right. By the, the, the gorilla looking motherfucker, the weakest one. I always felt. No, I completely understand where you're coming from with that. No, I get you. Um, let me I mean, ask. soft. You gotta be gentle with me. Like, I'm not no, I'm not <laughs> a rough bitch. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, I, my voice is deep, but that's really about it. I'm about five years old. You gotta treat me like that. <laughs> oh, just a little, little sweetie pie. I really am. I, I see it. I've talked to you. I am well aware. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hmm. when it comes to the man in your dreams or whatnot, and the emotional support that you're going to get, like, you know, from him, are you? Would you be okay with this person also, you know, helping out other people? Like, like in terms of. Like, do you want to be like, let me ask you this, I'm sorry. Do you want to be like a kitchen table poly where like everybody can kind of come and like talk about things or do you want to be like, you know, again, it's kind of like just you and him and then you got other stuff you do outside the house pretty much. Ultimately, I want a kitchen table. Ultimately, that, that's just the ultimate freedom for me. 
this seems like the ultimate situation because if we can do that, that means everybody's secure. That, that, that we get to a level of security, that level of security that requires to do that is the most freeing thing in the world. It's free. It's more freeing than hierarchy. It's more freeing than all the other forms to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but but I don't have a judgment about it. I say you know when I, everybody doesn't have to be like in a relationship or nothing like that. But like for me to be able to love a woman that you love because she's loving you correctly, it's the, I've been it's the ultimate freedom. Mm. Me to truly appreciate this bitch because she's sucking your dick good. And she, <laughs> it's the it, it's the. But to be freed of all of the insecurity and flawed premises right. that make anything else seem okay right. is the ultimate. It's, I would love to get to, right. to that short. Yeah, uh, to me, I feel like that's really the only way to create a divorce-proof marriage. Because if you can have that, then like the only other reason to really get divorced is like finances. But if there's a community of people at the kitchen table and we're all working, like how are we failing financially? It just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't I see. Agree. It wouldn't make sense. I don't see how we were doing that. <laughs> you know, how are we failing collectively? Like nobody's working. No, it's not. That's yeah, that's you, know, you got, you got a lot of these hopes that niggas got five wives and everybody struggling. I don't get that. Whatever. But you know, that's that's that. You know, uh, but but that's that's the ultimate for me. But I'm not. But I'm not there yet. I need some hierarchy for a while. I got you. I definitely would love to be there. Uh, I don't need hierarchy really at all. I just need to get some more stuff right so I can like be in the leadership position I want to be so I can handle stuff the way I want to do. Yeah. But see, this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate you coming by today and doing this for me. We've been talking about it for a while. We need to do it again after this. This isn't going to be our first one. This is just like the first topic we're going to get into. I mean, yeah, but I told y'all I was more qualified to speak on it after the situation happened a couple days ago. You did. You know you what did. I'm saying? Like, I mean, so that's it worked, everything. It worked out Literally, cosmologically. Yes, that's why. And that's how everything works, man. I mean, I'm in, I'll leave with this. I'm in, I'm feeling really good in, like, every area of my life. Like, I'm really mm. feeling like I'm vibrating high. I'm not pressed about shit. I'm not pressed about finding I'm fine. Thank you for the last man. I'm ready for my next one. You know what I'm saying? I'm really appreciative. I'm just so... I wonder, I'm just excited to see the type of man I attract now. Now that I am even more emotionally intelligent. Because that, that whole thing was about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw some mirrors. Yes, there were certain things that he annoyed, that he did it annoyed me, that I do. And I'm going to work on that shit. But for the most part, I love how I handled everything. And right. Uh, I'm just so excited to see the new caliber. I feel like I've gone like I think everything is like an elevator, like, oh, and I feel so. like you know, and it's an abundance of everything on every floor. Right. If I'm vibrating low, it's a crowd of them motherfuckers. If I'm right. vibrating high, it's a crowd. Every level I'm at, it's an abundance of people that are gonna match where I'm at. So now that I really feel free from the shackles of fucking abandonment, um, uh, and which is the epitome of you can't overcome that without intense emotional intelligence. Right. It's and, no way to overcome it. Yeah, and we all have something that we have to We all have something. We all have something. I don't have it all together, but I relish in that. Like, I really, but I don't, I'm not just somebody who says, I don't have it all together, I'm not perfect, and, and just leaves it at that. Look, I really do know that I don't, that that it's going to be something that's going to come up that I may feel triggered or whatever, mm-hmm. but, but triggers are your friend. Oh, for sure. Triggers are your friend. I'm triggers happy. are your opportunities. Yes, but triggers are, but certain triggers that weren't there before that are here now that are really good. Like for a while, I, w- I wasn't triggered by 
giving nigga money to, to paying for a plane ticket. But I, but and it was a trigger. I'm happy that it became a dealing with dudes who just were providing nothing financially. Oh, that's just one example. That was a trigger thing because that was how daddy was. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, oh my God, like, what the fuck am I doing? You know what I'm saying? So they began to trigger. Now I'm not really triggered. Um, I just navigated like a fucking boss. I just thank him for what he did provide and I move on to, to get what the fuck I want. Like, I'm not triggered anymore. It's right. not a trigger. It's just a preference that I have that I'm moving towards. It's a big difference. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, and I'm just a, the last two men that I attracted have been bosses, and I and I and I like that. So that trigger needed to be there for me to transform it to just be expecting dudes with right. now. And so that's with everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like emotion. Like I think I was telling you about the emotional abusive situation I was in. Certain things I wasn't aware that was abuse. Now, some things are a trigger, but it'll 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 with the work it'll just be a new preference. Correct, correct. And a new it, it'll just become a new expectation, and then it'll just flow. You ain't thinking about it anymore. Exactly. That's, so that's the work. That's a whole other topic we can get into there, just about triggers and how we can go deep into them to learn more about ourselves, because you know. And they're not the end of the world. We make such a big deal out of triggers. They're, not, really they're not. They're not the end of the world. They not. They are what they are. Sometimes the drugs be a motherfucker, but like, I'm, I'm glad to know what's going on inside. Yeah, yeah, I need that. That's one of the reasons I'm poly too, because I just learned so much about myself. I had a, a podcast episode about poly consciousness where we talked about that and how people marry each other and um, polyamory is just a way to. Um, it's just a machine that you can use to to elevate your soul. You know what I'm saying? To like to take your soul to a, a journey of evolution so you can see yourself so you can fit yourself so you can see not really what's not really fits but just be able to like improve on things about yourself that you may not have known you know what I'm saying that mm-hmm. were an issue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and you do that by the other people that we talk to and people that we you know encounter and whatnot. so yes and once you and once you take them out of it <laughs> it makes oh, it a lot easier you have to take the other person Oh, yeah, 100%. You do, because if you two bitch trying to get in there and see what they got going on, yeah. you're going to be all fucked up. And trying to fix yeah. them, like, you did this, and you did that, and you, you, you. If you look back in yourself, oh, man, like, it's a very powerful way, powerful stance to take. Yeah. I, I just want to remove the, they say, hit dog holler. I want to not have a dog for you to hit. <laughs> like, I want to remove the dog. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, if he a dog, he ain't, right. you ain't hitting him. One of the things that I had to um, unlock was the shame around how long it took for me to get there. Like, yeah, I felt I, 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 I kind of judged myself a little bit because I'm 38. Um, and I really didn't start this journey until I was 30. Because I was looking forward to my 20s, but I had no idea where it was. I didn't know how to find it. Um, I just knew about the Bible and I was supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought that was where all my answers were, but I couldn't. I don't, I don't think I ever found really one answer in the Bible <laughs> the whole time I was a Christian. Thou shalt not kill. That's a good one. Yes. Uh, Romans 8.28 was my best one I had. was uh, all things work together for good. So, yeah. so yeah, we're about to wrap it up. Um, like, thanks again for doing this. I hope you come back again and you know get to Anything do it. Anything for you. And I have I have been emotionally supportive to you too. You have to tell me that. Don't try to make sense you're just emotionally supportive to me. I've been emotionally supportive to you too. You have sometimes. Whenever you have come to me seeking emotional support, yes, I you have it to always you. been there. Thank you have that, never that, turned me away. Yes. Anytime there's opportunity, it's just about 80 20. That's all. 
And who's supposed to? Well, I guess you got a good life. You don't need to be that much. I, I that's do. fine, too. I do. I do have a good life. And I appreciate you, though. And you're going to cook for me, and you come over, and you talk, and you, you're you very, very supportive of my businesses and what I have going on and my ideas and my plans. I, I do appreciate you. Okay. Don't think I don't. I just got, you know, I got a lot of hoes who you want to help me. I get it. So. <laughs> just trying to be one of the hoes. Hey. Well, maybe I could be the, the, the top hoe. You want to be a top hoe? I don't know. I want to be an important hoe. You want to be a hoe? I want to be one of the hoes. I want to be an important hoe. We got to do like, it takes more. We got to be, there got to be some coloring. We got to be, there's a lot more goes into that. <laughs> I'm not a good enough whore. That's that's end. I'm not a good enough whore. That's what he's just saying. We'll talk about that later. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Noble Relating, the podcast of the new paradigm. Uh, tune in next week. I'm gonna have another special guest for y'all. I'm gonna try to do my solo episode. I've been keep saying I'm gonna do them, and I keep getting distracted. So I'm going to do one of just me talking everybody who keeps getting on me about that so um thanks again everybody tune in next week say bye to the people sit bye niggas